0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Full Forty with Chris and Rob brought to you by Nova Insider. Are we excited? Not, not terribly excited. Ma- Ma- we're excited to be with you. Yes. But this comes under extreme circumstances. <laughs> I'm really blowing this out of proportion. Totally.
1: Pro- like We're starting off totally out of proportion. Totally. percent uh, Yeah. yeah.
0: No, this is really not extreme circumstances. This is a lot of things, but we're going to address it. It's been all over Villanova Twitter. We've talked about Villanova Twitter on yep. past podcasts. Yep. We can't ignore the elephant in the room, and that is how much – Dylan Painter's transfer is really impacting this program.
1: You saw it on Tuesday night. We were clearly missing a body inside, and I don't know how we're going to recover for the rest of the season. Can we get him back? Can he untransfer?
0: I don't know. I don't know. But I want Michael Wang on my team. (laughs) Oh, God. That's what I I want.
1: Oh, that was so disappointing. That was really disappointing. Anyway, so...
0: I'm sure everyone here who's listening has seen it. We lost to Penn, as predicted here on the full 40. I will we give you are, credit. You did, you did predict it. I don't it. want the credit. Yeah. I told. I said on the podcast I was going to be pissed if we lost. I am pissed that we lost. Could have seen it coming from a mile away. The stats, nothing looked good. It was a kind of a trap game. Ended up being less of a trap game and more that they were just better.
1: Yeah. wasn't a great game.
0: Yeah. So, look, we got to talk about the big thing. Javon Quinrally and the Instagram post story post that happened late last night after the game that was subsequently immediately taken down but unfortunately for everyone involved was snapshotted immediately and got picked up by every major um, college basketball source etc tweeted about etc and so we so villanova twitter was on fire last night the Villanovan put out a release around it yeah the Villanovan. everyone was talking about it yeah. so
1: i was actually we, we had a little bit of a debate around this like i didn't even really want to cover it to be honest because i didn't want to add fuel to the fire but frankly at this point it's basically an inferno because so many people have already picked it up
0: right and look so let's just get right into it yeah javon quinterly played all of one minute. Weird substitution at the end of the game. I thought I did not understand why Jay took him out when he needed a three point shot. Not that JQ has been a good three point shooter or frankly all that great at anything yet. Yeah. But he certainly is a threat of three point shooting sure. as opposed to demir Cosby Roundtree who came in for him. <laughs> Shocker, which demir is right. Great around the rim. Great job around the rim. The further he race. gets from the rim, the less effective <laughs> he is. Less of a great job. Yes. Right. So he came in And so one minute garbage, kind of garbage time, but then took him out the moment there was a consequential play. Weird situation. Really strange. He goes on Instagram, theoretically after the team is done with showers and whatever, and posts, well, now you see why it was my second choice. I actually forget the exact thing it said, but it was basically like calling out a second choice. And background, he committed to Arizona, decommitted with the whole Sean Miller thing last year. Yeah. And so just bears repeating that that's what happened so we were his second choice yes so now it's morning after yeah morning after so now it's where do we go from here is the question right this is villanova is an attitude first program culture first program the whole nine yards the fans buy into that concept it's why they like jay wright it's why it's what's Theoretically gotten us our two national championships in the last three years. Obviously it's it's literally
1: his word. Yes. I mean, it is. If you listen to most interviews with Jay, he always talks about attitude. That's what the guy's chant, attitude before every game.
0: Right. So candidly, like, no team wants a guy who doesn't want to be there on the team. Right? Yeah. So like, forget just Jay Wright and Villanova culture, which is probably the apex, at least in the last five or six years. Yeah. This is no team would want something like this happening
1: yeah nobody nobody wants to be no part no organization wants somebody who is upset about being there who is griping about what's going on because it contributes to an overall negative culture a negative atmosphere because you're not hiding it everybody's aware of it right i mean it's not like oh we made this instagram post and it just disappeared and the team's not going to hear about it no the team is very well aware of it. And I'm sure they're actually way, way more aware of the actual issue than you and I are sitting here.
0: Of course. Right, right. This is the Instagram post is not like the initial feeling of him doing this. This is a culmination. That Instagram post doesn't happen without prior frustration. And frustration that we felt was in some cases, warranted.
1: Rightfully so. I mean, look. If I was in, if I was in JQ's shoes, which obviously I'm not, so I'm speculating a lot here. I would be really frustrated too. Right. I we've talked about this before. He's a highly rated recruit by all measures. He's had an incredible high school career and was touted as the guy who's going to take over. If I'm if I'm him and I've barely played this year, I would absolutely be frustrated. And frankly. Looking back, when I was 19, 20 years old, I was going to let you know about it, too. Hell, I still let people know about it when I'm pretty
0: upset. So I kind of get where he's coming from. Totally. Yeah, I get where he's coming from, too. And I think a lot of people got where he was coming from. I think there was, I heard chant at the St. Joe's game, play JQ. I've heard, like, it's all over Twitter. This has been a topic that's been going on for a while. And I wonder if almost that element has Gave him like a little bit of a almost feel like he had some cover to post Mm. something like that. Mm, That's interesting. Not to mention the fact that his Instagram, as we've as we've talked about before, because of Jelly Fam and the whole nine yards, this kid has a massive following. Huge, massive following. following, Obviously, a lot of people involved and invested in his basketball success, and so Mm. it is not exactly like. He's the only one there too. I'm sure there are people around him who are in his ear. Maybe even people around him who are who are very close to him, who might have access to the coaching staff or whatever, who are also upset with him. Pure specul, pure uh, upset with his playing. Pure speculation, but yeah, it like happens all the time. Happens all the time. But it's a natural thing, and I wonder if he felt like he had fuel on his to the fire to. And he had some, like, you know, uh, cover to do that. Yeah. So
1: So I guess the question is, like, where does it go from here?
0: Right. Without naming names on Twitter, Twitter handles or whatever, I can tell you that being on Twitter all day today, it was – there was a lot of – Post about Hey I don't think this kid Should be here anymore But, but,
1: but wait to, to be clear This is fans And this is fans And and let's call you and I Out on this too Right Because right. this is just You and I Sitting here Pontificating Like we have Obviously no authority To make that decision We don't know the ins and outs Of the team For sure So it's just fans Saying what they think So so call it what it is But that said it Sounds like there's a lot Of kind of back and forth Between the fan bases here
0: Right yes And then there's another side to the fan base that says, oh, come on, give him a chance, whatever. And then you have his people who who I think are still very upset and are kind of supportive and understand his frustration, which I think a lot – everyone might understand his frustration. Yeah, everybody does. But like you you just can't go and post something like that. Yeah. And so – it's one thing to be frustrated by your playing time. It's one thing to go to Jay and say that you're upset by your playing time. It's one thing to go and say, how do I get on the court more? It's a, it's it's also one thing to complain maybe even to your teammates about your playing time. I mean, look,
1: th- think about it this way, right? I don't like my work. I bitch about it to people at work. Right. Absolutely, people expect that, right? Like, right. yeah, you're in a situation, eh, you don't like it, you complain about it. No That's one the in reason. the
0: history of working or no one in the history of organizations has not issued a complaint 100%, about the organization. Hundred percent,
1: yeah, right. So the question is then, the, then like, so so what happens after that?
0: Because I, I guess
1: the extreme of the camp is certainly, and, and you saw some of the speculation on Twitter. Okay, is JQ transferring?
0: Right, is and, JQ transfer? Should he transfer? Should we force his is he transfer? Be
1: forced out, yeah, yeah, like crazy stuff. So. I don't know. It's a tough situation, and I would love to be a fly on the wall in that conversation because I have to imagine there was a sit-down, come-to-Jesus moment, either this morning or sometime today, where Jay and JQ were in a room, and I have to imagine it was kind of one of these put-up-or-shut-up. And frankly, I'm of the view that Jay has very much earned the right at this point To say, not that he didn't have the right before, but he's very much earned the right to be like, hey, look, this isn't working.
0: Yeah, hit the road.
1: Like, I've got two titles and I've got people busting their ass out here. Like, nobody wants to lose. I guarantee you nobody on that team right now wants to lose that game last night. Right. They're busting their ass. Everybody's busting their ass. Yeah, you don't like the situation you're in guess what? There have been other players that have come through this program who also haven't liked the situation they're in. And guess what? I've got more people who are ready to buy into what I'm selling. Right. And I, I maybe I don't need you right now. And if it's not a good fit, let's call it out and you can kind of be on your way.
0: Right. And call a spade a spade, a decorated five-star high school player is still way less in comparison to a two-time national championship Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, Jay has every right to say, you know what, JQ, you. you're out, you're done. Let's let's begin the process of finding you a landing spot. Yeah. But guess yeah. what? If I'm a if I'm a coach at the other 350 schools in the NCAA, I see that post and I say, okay, if I'm taking him, I better know that he's going to play, or I don't want him on my team either. Right. So like, there's almost like an element of that where by broadcasting it, you become the pariah internally. And then everyone knows now knows that that's that's in, inside of you for the world to see. And if you have to make a decision now. If, if he is considering a transfer, if Jay wants to push him out, I think that's probably the worst result for the kid. I actually think it's probably the worst result for the kid because I don't think where he's going to end up is going to be that great. I don't think it's going to be at a, another high major school. I just don't. Maybe – A lower level like a Rutgers or something like that might pick him up, hometown kid, etc. I doubt Arizona wants him anymore. If The product on the court's not been good. J-Rye is struggling with it, right? Unless a program is absolutely certain that this kid's going to get playing time, do you want to take the kid? I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's it's a really weird situation too because, I mean, look, worst case – he transfers at the end of the semester, right? He has to wait a year, so I guess technically he could play second semester next year for somebody. So maybe he only loses, you know, that second but half. Either of way, the he's season. not playing in the next year. Exactly, exactly, right. right. That's the thing. So, so if I'm sitting in his shoes and I say, "Hey, look, I'm going to lose a year of playing time, and I'm probably going to downgrade my program for where I'm where I'm going to," there are a lot of risks with that also. Newsflash, we've got a great recruiting class coming in next year. That's probably going to be a lot of fun for whoever is running point on that team.
0: Right. but And we lose a guard who is playing point guard right abso- now in absolutely. Phil Booth. He's not a point guard, but he's playing the position in yeah. certain cases. Colin has clearly become our primary point. Sure. It's
1: it's got to be so tough though. I do not I do not envy J because there's a real part of me that just wants to be like, hey, look, man, we kind of stuck our nut- our neck out for you. Like you chose somebody else, you recanted from that, and we said, uh, hey,
0: and we decided to turn away Courtney Ramey.
1: Yeah. So there are a lot of things that Villanova's actually done. So I, I would not fault Jay at all. If he said, look, it's just it's not a good fit. And and frankly, the fan base can sit there and say, Yeah, that's gonna be, you know, that's gonna hurt us over the next year potentially. And guess what? It might. Yeah. From a talent perspective, we our only point guard next year would be Colin.
0: Yeah. And, right.
1: And and Colin with the tools and with the talent around him next year, there's probably a lot of stuff you can do, but that implicitly means then you've got like Brian Antoine's playing, you know. Primary ball handed handling duties for a portion of the time, which maybe not a bad thing. I mean, Duke seems to do it okay sometimes, but there's a real impact on the team for sure.
0: Yeah. We don't want to be in that situation, but the reality situation is, and Jay's learned this lesson as documented ad nauseum by Dana O'Neill and other people. Oh my god, yes. Is that is that Jay would I think I'm of the opinion that Jay would rather have no point guard. Than have someone who is contributing against his culture and his attitude program.
1: No hot take. Um, did Dana O'Neill? Is she actually the hacker? Did she <laughs> hack?
0: Did she hack his profile?
1: Yeah, yeah. So there is speculation out there that
0: there has been a hack on <laughs> yeah. on Javon's profile or it yeah, seems yeah. like that's trying to whatever before right, his right. instagram got shut down all these weird pics there's a hack. There's, a hack there's yeah, that yeah there's a, a hack, hack. or oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever and so now people are saying and then oh Chefu, like daniel Chefu was on tweeting there's no way he could have sent that out it's possible that multiple people have access to his instagram account could be so it could That's been, true if you could you been, do
1: have an account that large there is very much a chance that he has a social media manager right who manages it We know plenty of people who have much, much smaller accounts who have somebody else managing that. So it's a chance. I don't know.
0: Yes, exactly correct. So it could have been someone else. Either way, I don't care. It doesn't matter. If you're JQ and you have someone managing your thing, you got to shut that shit down. Which – for the record, now it's it is. been shut down. <laughs> now it is which, shut down. Which
1: is not insignificant. Like, there's over 500,000 followers. You can add, I don't know if he does, probably he doesn't, but you could absolutely be monetizing that account, right? right? From NCAA regulations, I'm sure he doesn't. But that's a that's a decision, like, it's been made, clearly. That is shut down, which, regardless of whether he sent that post or somebody else sent that post, if he wants to be on this team, that account has to go away, and it clearly has gone away.
0: Correct. So I don't know. I'm
1: I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that there's some world where Jay and JQ can repair things and we can get back on track with this. But it's going to be, you know, it's like Somebody tries to break up with you, you don't want to get right back in, right get get right back into that relationship because uh, you know, do, do, do you
0: really mean it? Right. Do you really mean it? I I don't know. You got to feel it out a little bit. Right. Or you're just looking to rock the vending machine a few times before it goes out of order.
1: <laughs> nice. Right? Nice. Yeah.
0: So, look, here's what I want to happen. I think okay. this is a, a really good potential teachable moment. Let's just take a step back here. The kid's young. Yeah. It's a young kid.
1: We've all done stupid shit in 19. We, we've all done so. stupid
0: shit. We've all complained about shit that we probably shouldn't have complained about to the wrong people who we shouldn't, whatever, and influenced organizations around us or, or wherever we've been involved in. Negatively, when we could have been bringing a more positive attitude. Yeah. Right? In Jay's program, that's a particularly bad offense. Right? But I think the best way forward for Jay and Javon is to stick this out and work through this problem. And I think what Javon Quinterly needs to do, I think he needs to turn all of the distractions off and commit 100% and understand that it's going to be some time to work back and earn the trust. Yeah. But I think that is actually the best possible result for him. And I think it's also the best possible result for Jay. Jay can now sit here. Because of the boil over, it's almost like the boil over can turn into something positive. Because of the boil over, Jay now has a little bit more of a standing to say, you know what, you're fucking cut off.
1: Also, it just put the issue
0: out in the open. Yeah, it puts the issue out in
1: the open. we, We clearly know where one another stand at this point.
0: Now Jay can go to his his handlers his parents or whoever's involved and and to him and say and say sorry your son fucked up so now no playing time until he's completely on my trust back yeah and there's
1: it's not like this would be a totally original concept for jay obviously there's not nearly as much detail around it but if you go back and you listen to interviews with jay and with with kyle with kyle lowry There's a lot of talk that Kyle's freshman year, he almost got kicked off the team too. And from all reports and his own self-admittance, he was a pain in the ass to Jay. I don't know if it was to the same extent and there was that same tension, but clearly Jay has dealt with something similar like this before and has every ability to get through this. And that actual transformation, if you pinpoint that, Kyle is one of the most vocal Villanova supporters out there. Right, and one of the best representatives of the university, like he talks about Villanova all the time, and talks about it in such a positive manner. So that to me is like ten years down the road. That's that's the best we can hope for, which is a great thing to hope for. Right, right,
0: right. And then and then everyone kind of walks away and says, you know what, young kid made it a happens. mistake, shit happens. Yeah, and guess what? Everyone learned from it, and everyone's now better because of it. Yeah, and I think that is the best possible place this can go. If not then I'd, one of the two sides have to make a decision to cut bait. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, I don't either. But, candidly, it's certainly better result than having a quote-unquote cancer on the team. Yeah. But having it just out there and sitting there and whatever and doing nothing with it, which I guarantee is not happening. No, no, no. no. This is getting addressed. Is, 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 whatever, yeah. So I'm almost, in a weird way, I'm almost glad it boiled over. I really am. And I, and I hope that it now turns into something that can be positive or results in a in an ending of the relationship
1: regardless there will be a change in how things are happening moving forward yes the status
0: quo is gone at this point so i think that's it look this is a quick shot podcast we had no intention of doing a second podcast this week We will be in Lawrence, Kansas, starting on Friday evening to watch us get absolutely destroyed on Saturday. It's not going to be great. It's going to be ugly. Yep. It's going to be ugly. If by some reason we win, I would take this one-on-one result over the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. Could you imagine we we lose to Penn and knock off the number one team in the
1: country? Right, right.
0: And I would rather that than having beat Penn and lose to Penn. (laughs) Yes, I agree. It's better. For sure. For sure. So... Um, but we're not expecting that. We're not all. expecting that. So we're going. We're going to have a good time. We'll, we're going to do a podcast either Saturday evening or Sunday morning, um, and, we'll, and we'll drop shortly thereafter. Yeah. So thanks for listening, and as always, let's go Nova. Nova.